0: This episode is sponsored by the IoT Jobsite, the world's only dedicated space for applying for and advertising IoT vacancies across the world. Register now for job alerts or get in touch via let's talk at Welcome
1: back to the IoT Podcast Show. As always, I'm your host, Tom White. Roy Dagan joins me today, CEO and co-founder of SecureThings. Guys, before we get into it, please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe to the show. You'll get notified every time there's a new episode. And as always, I don't care how you're connected, just as long as you're connected. Roy, welcome to the IoT Podcast Show.
0: Hey Tom, thanks for inviting me. Great to be here.
1: Great to have you here. Uh, certainly, one of my particular interests is IoT security, so learning a bit more about uh, security things is is going to be a uh, real interest to me. So, as usual, just kick off, Roy. Can you explain to our listeners and viewers who you are, what
0: got you into IoT, and what your company does? Sure. Um, yeah. So I've been in the, in the industry for quite a few years. If we go back, I started my career in the Israeli Defense Forces and one of the intelligence units. Uh, served there for for quite a few years. Uh, after that, I everything I did was product management, so I had multiple product management uh, roles in different companies, uh, RSA, Security, uh, Pioneer, Nice, uh, and others, um, and it was product management, managing teams and product managers, and so on, and it was always kind of areas which were focused on either cyber, risk, or intelligence, so that's kind of uh, you know the different areas uh, which I covered. Um, and then together with my co-founder, Ronan, uh, we decided it's uh, time to start secure things. Uh, that was a few years ago. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to also you know tell you a bit about that and how, how all that uh, happened.
1: Yeah, please. I mean, I'm curious, right? Um, so many years ago, I used to do work with uh, what was NDS, uh, News Data Systems, that did conditional access for the television industry. And um, over the years, I've come across some fantastic Israeli computer scientists, and and a very like heavy penchant towards security, right? What, 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 why is it, in your view, that Israel has produced so many fantastic, you know, computer scientists and people involved in system level security?
0: Uh, I think just it's kind of it's a lot to do with just deep tech and just kind of that passion to deep tech and the, you know cyber technology uh definitely uh, typically involves um you know that kind of level of technology right mm-hmm. it's less uh kind of the basic apps which also obviously have tech uh but cyber i think is a bit deeper in kind of its nature so that's kind of you know with our background and with the intelligence units and all that here and in, in israel it kind of draws us i think into that di- direction kind of naturally yeah yeah sure
1: no it's uh it's a it's, it's, it's always been a a curiosity of mine, but yeah, I, I, as you say, you know, um people that want to get into deep tech and, and cyber, uh, it it can be a cultural thing, right? And uh, yeah, certainly, exactly. Certainly, yeah, 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 and 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 obviously, you as you said, you started life from from a military context, and you know, well well heralded as some fantastic people there when it comes to security and defense, and uh, you know, many many business many many businesses are spawned. Actually, haven't they? Uh, from from people that have served military time in in in, uh, in Israel, haven't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. So many, you know, friends of mine are either co founders or executives in other companies. So it's it's pretty it's pretty fascinating.
1: Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And talk to me a little bit about Ronan. So Ronan's obviously not here today, but he's your co founder of yep. Secure Things. Uh, Security Things. Apologies. Um, and 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 you've been going for roughly seven years
0: now. Uh, yeah, a bit less, uh, more around uh, six years, something like that. Um, but right now, uh we know each other from RSA. So he also worked at RSA. He's uh, kind of a, this technologist. He loves technology. Uh, he was there, you know, he was a developer, team lead, architect, did kind of various roles uh, on the technology side. I was more, again, on the product management side. Um, and yeah, and then also just met a couple of years later, you know a few RSA uh, after RSA, and we just started chatting about IoT security and kind of how we can you know change or build a, a company in this uh, domain. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um,
1: so, secure thi- security things, um, security things Horizon uh, is being heralded as a first of its kind as a software-only solution to uh, automate uh, operational management large-scale IoT deployments. Let's talk about that. I mean, what are the key features with Solution provides and, and benefits to the device security industry as such, really, Roy? Curious to know
0: about that. Sure. So I, I think I'll start with a bit about background and how we kind of started with IoT security and then evolved to the area of what we coined as uh, IoT ops because, you know, we were speaking with customers and partners about the concepts of IoT security and a solution which was really focused on IoT security. And what we learned, which was really interesting, is that there are teams within enterprises that are responsible for these devices, but nobody has ever built the IT system for these devices, right? So if you look at the IT side of the house, there's so many systems and so many different categories of products. Then you look at these teams, which are responsible, for example, for the physical security devices. Right, cameras, access control systems, intercoms, and the rest of these operational devices or the building management devices. And nobody took uh, the time to kind of pull up a solution that has the same kind of IT capabilities, but which are really ven- relevant for these devices. And that kind of kept these teams uh, behind uh, with a lack of tools, uh, doing things very manually, or just retroactively. Uh, retroactively. So finding that the device isn't working or isn't secure And then trying to see, okay, how are we going to deal with this after someone, you know, finds out, finds out that that isn't working. Um, So initially we were surprised, uh, but then we saw, okay, what's trivial for us or trivial in the IT space just isn't that trivial. Mm. And we started analyzing, you know, the devices and the ecosystem. And we found that there is is a significant pain to these teams and it requires a dedicated solution, right? So that's when we decided, okay, let's take what we have which was really focused on the cyber portion of the challenges of these devices, add more capabilities, which are more around the operational management and compliance aspects, and create that kind of IoT ops category uh, and solution. Um, you asked about the challenges. So what we're seeing is, you know, if you're managing, if you have if you're an enterprise, you have a dozen devices, a couple of dozen devices, you're probably fine you know it's it's manageable you'll do some stuff um, uh, manually uh, you'll be fine when you get to a certain scale of devices and typically enterprises have you know hundreds thousands and tens of thousands of these devices then it really becomes a, a pain it becomes a liability and you have no real uh, normal way of monitoring managing monitoring and so on with these devices uh, and the challenges you know span from risk detection of what is actually happening with these devices right it's very different from your uh, laptop or server, which IT is monitoring, right? Mm-hmm. The camera, nobody has the capabilities on it to monitor it at the moment. But then also the status verification, are these devices even working properly? Is the device connected? If it's camera, mm-hmm. is it recording? If it's an access control panel, is it working? Is the, is the door, uh, can we open the, those doors? Is everything functioning properly? Um, and it, it's hard to know when things go down. There's no kind of solution today that says, okay, something is, is, uh is not working properly then what we're seeing is that when in organizations can figure out that something is isn't working properly the question is how do you handle an incident do you have the right data do you know if it's a, it's the device or something else within the network which, which may be the cause for that issue then the next level is okay you found out but now you found fa- figured that you have you know 10 devices 20 50 100 devices that aren't working properly or need an upgrade or need password rotation how are you going to do that today very extremely challenging and then i'd say last is uh just the notion of compliance and knowing what you have out there which devices have vulnerabilities when have you updated firmware versions of these devices and all these together are kind of pains that pretty much i i'd say every enterprise with a physical presence every organization with a physical presence has today
1: yeah yeah, I mean that's that's it's a really valid point, and some some really clear features there, um, and, and and differentiation of the of the business compared to to what may be on the market as such now, right? Um, do you think some of those features there are clear are clear differentiators around your business, and and you know, are there many people trying to do what you're doing?
0: Yeah, there are. I wouldn't say many. Many people are more in the IT space. Mm. Okay. There are companies. There's uh, definitely other companies which are trying to to tackle uh, and solve this challenge. Um, you know, from maybe different aspects, different angles. Uh, but there's definitely a need, and there's definitely a market which is just growing. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, on that note, in terms of a growing market,
1: um, you know, we talk a lot about that on the show. I mean, cybersecurity has become really paramount to, to all IoT devices. Um, whether or not people think about it when they should or if they're doing it as an afterthought, you know, time tells, but hopefully people start to think about it slightly before now. Um, I've seen some interest in enterprise solutions uh, that can, you know, cover various aspects and um, industries such as airports, casinos, corporate and educational campuses. I'd be curious to know a little bit more around Horizon, the platform, and how it works in these use cases, Roy?
0: Sure. So if you think about all these, so you mentioned airports, casinos, um, campuses, um, they have thousands of devices. You know, a small one may have a thousand, uh, but typically it's, uh, it's way more than that. Um, and these are mission-critical devices. Uh, you know, in an airport, if you think about uh, cameras or the, the panels and all those are down, you have a significant problem that's probably bringing the the operation to a halt uh casinos you need to monitor what's happening within casinos otherwise in some cases you need to to start uh closing the tables uh in in educational campuses it's part of campus safety right so you want if there's an incident in the street corner when that officer the dispatch is on the way you want them to have the video feed in real time to know what they're up against Okay, so in each, what we're seeing is in each of these device, in each of these uh, areas, uh, organizations are paying you know hundreds and of thousands and millions of dollars for these devices, right? And every year, uh, and for services around these devices and working with system integrators, and they want to make sure that the device is always up, running, available, available and secure. At the same time, they know they have teams which are managing these devices, and they want to manage them in a, an efficient. Mm. manner uh, and, and secure. And that's exactly where Horizon, where uh, an IoT op solution, what we bring really brings to the table. So enables them in real time to monitor all the, the in the entire environment. Okay, So the devices, but also other dependencies of those devices in the network enables them to monitor from a risk perspective, but also from a health and kind of predictive maintenance perspective. So in the system, we can say, okay, this set of devices uh, is uh, is about to fail. And just so you know, it's almost end of life. So you should think about replacing it in these devices in any case. Then it allows them to perform all kinds of uh, automation tasks. Okay, so they can, in a click of a button, uh, start upgrading devices in the campuses or in the airport. Uh, they can rotate password. They can restart devices. But all these, uh, which are just, you know, especially today when you're seeing there's more, obviously, IT scrutiny, also on these devices, then you need to start performing or enterprises are looking for ways to perform it. So some enterprises have been able to, for a while to do things manually, uh, but then it really depends on the scale. When you get to the hundreds and thousands of devices and you need to update multiple systems at the same time, it's not really possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, What you see is that you need a system which can automate all those tasks so you can just you know click a button, select a bunch of devices, see which one you actually want to deal with. Not necessarily need to you know to perform these actions on all devices, and then just in the click of a button, let the system do its thing. But verify also once devices are back online, up and running, then everything is working properly. So that's kind of the core, cool, and that's you know we mentioned airports, casinos, uh, campuses, but again, the way I, I we see it, it's every organization with a physical presence. because once you have a physical presence that means you have a large number of devices you have a large number of devices scattered across that large physical presence it means it's it's not it's it's different from the standard it space right it's challenging to get in many cases you need to roll a truck out right to get to that devices if you don't have a better way to do things that makes it expensive it's it's pretty costly for every device for every uh, issue that you identify with the device that's rolling trucks out especially if there's a better way to do things based on all the data that we can fetch from the devices. Does that make sense?
1: It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, certainly. I think, you know, I think the clear thing that you mentioned there is how you do this at scale, right? Um, and I think that, that's the important aspect. It's easy to do this when you've got a handful of devices, Exactly. Right? Uh, but when you're talking hundreds of thousands, if not millions, depending on where you are, certainly on these campuses as well, right? You're talking huge, you know, sprawling. Exactly. Know, areas. Uh, so, so how do you do that? So Exactly.
0: with You know, in, with standard IT, you can always call uh, an employee or a dev team or someone and say, hey, guys, I need this device or let me connect to this device. Right. Let me log in for this device to, to check what's going on to, to, you know, to fix it. With these devices, it's just different. They're out there in the field. It's not that easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roy, obviously, IoT device security
1: is still one of the biggest if not the biggest issue to the ecosystem what is your view in particular on the biggest challenges that need to be addressed for iot device security
0: so i think you know it requires multiple teams uh, to work together right because there's an ecosystem within iot right there's uh, you have uh, manufacturers you have system integrators you have enterprises organizations uh, everybody's there really to help you know, and serve the enterprises in this case, uh, if we're talking about these types of uh, enterprise devices. Um, And you need to find a way to uh, make these parties work together to bring a solution, which at the end of the day is there to help the enterprise. So, you know, even if we we solve something from the manufacturer side, the enterprise still needs to know what's going on. You know, the the fact that the manufacturer will say, okay, listen, my device is secure. That's not enough, right? I, I'm the CISO, I'm within the enterprise. I need to know what's going on. And again, it's not just about the way we see it with these devices, it's operational devices. Mm-hmm. So security is one aspect, but then you need to, to see, are all my devices operational up to date? Are they compliant and secure? Okay, so I have my own standards or there's regulations that I need to adhere to. Uh, do I have a, a robust incident plan? So if something happens with these devices, what am I going to do about it? and then again, also, is there an automated way? so let's uh, say I do find find that there's an issue with the devices. how can I quickly and automatically solve those issues? But I think at the end of the day it requires kind of the ecosystem to work together from you know manufacturers, system integrators, and enterprises themselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you know sometimes
1: that can be. Uh, a challenge in itself, right? That collaborative part, um, uh, you know, for everyone to work together in order to to keep uh, to secure uh, link, right? Because okay. you, you know, your security is as long as its weakest link, right? And and again, you've got three different stakeholders looking at the security of this device. Uh, you know, is, is that is that one of the challenges? Do you see in your view the the, the collaborative approach to device security?
0: Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we really need to think about, um, you know, the incentives, right. And, mm-hmm. and at the, the end, who is ultimately responsible at the end, if we're talking about those uh, devices, which are for enterprises then the enterprise is responsible, right? The devices are within the enterprise. If th- something goes south, the enterprises wants to have that level of uh, visibility and control, like they have in the IT side. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. you need, um, um, a way to not will just say, again, the devices are secure, but give that level of visibility and control to the enterprise itself. So the enterprise itself will say, OK, I know I have the control. I have the visibility. The devices are in a good state and a good condition. OK, so I think it all kind of leads to that, because at the end of the day, uh, everybody is there to really serve the enterprise and provide the best devices, you know, with the best technology and the best capabilities in terms of the operational capabilities. Of the devices and you know manufacturers are doing crazy things amazing things today but we need to kind of find a way and incentives to work together so when it meets the enterprise the devices are enterprise ready yeah. yeah right like any other system today which meets the enterprise you know you know you can um plug it into other systems you know single sign-on and all kind of capabilities were just you know are just uh basic for enterprises mm-hmm. today so that's kind of uh what i see as key and what's uh, really needed yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And um, it's, a, it's a very valid point. Um, I mean, the, the, the question kind of, you know, the question is, you know, as technology develops, you know, is it going to become harder to secure devices and networks? But but for me, you know, is this logarithmic in the sense of, you know, is it going to be become a lot more complex based upon incremental increases in technology? Or do they marry kind of at the same level um, because one would imagine it is going to become slightly more complex, but how much more complex? And and I'd be curious
0: to know your thoughts on that. So I think this still needs some uh, basic functionality, right? Let's start with like basic visibility and control. So we have something uh, in terms of kind of the architecture and who is responsible and who gets that visibility and control because ultimately uh, the enterprise want that level. Uh, But then what you're seeing, which is part of the challenge we're seeing today, it's not even the future, right? You're seeing today there's more devices, there's more vendors, there's more device types, the variants. It's all about the variants, right? It's not like a single device, single device type, single FOMO version. No, no, no. When you see it in an enterprise environment, it's complicated. Mm. Even today, it's really complicated. You have different vendors, different device types, different uh, models of devices, even from, you know, obviously the same vendor, different firmware versions running. And it's a complete uh, matrix, Mm. which you now need to deal with. And as we move forward, I believe it will, you know, to some extent, it will become even more complex. And you'll also have, you know, kind of uh, autonomous devices and with more capabilities on the edge. So the devices themselves will become stronger, which is obviously also from a cybersecurity perspective, there is advantage to that. But there's also, you know, a disadvantage, there's also a concern with that. So yeah, I I do believe it will become uh, more complex. I think it's, uh, it's already there. Mm. we don't need to to wait uh, for the future, because the complexity uh, is already there. And it's just across uh, enterprises today. And that's exactly why we decided, okay, we need to kind of focus on this and see already now, because it's not you know, sometimes with IoT we talk about IoT in the future. Yeah. You know, which devices are gonna be out there in, you know the IoT has been talking about, you know, this, right? For for years. But IoT is already within the enterprise. And there is a challenge today. Uh, and that's what we're focused on, right? Like the challenge that is today, not what's gonna be out there in a few years. Mm. Mm.
1: Well, yeah, and, and, and that's a really interesting point because the challenge is today. Um, and we're not at the amount of devices that, you know, we could be, but I think common platforms uh, connectivity between the hyperscalers and the vendors will enable this to happen. And also a, a common understanding of security as well. And I feel like a feeling of confidence around that will enable more proliferation of devices um, with, with energy harvesting, for instance, as well, and the advancements that are making there. I spoke about that on an earlier podcast. You know, it's only going to go up, right?
0: I think one, one interesting word he said there is really confidence, right? Confidence, Mm -hmm. trust, Mm -hmm. right. And especially in the future, uh, I think when enterprise, when devices meet the enterprise, they really need to become kind of enterprise ready. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of the concept of how, how do we help make devices, which are ready to meet the enterprise, ready to meet an enterprise network and enterprise requirements, because that's not a, no, not a simple task. No. No,
1: I'm going to ask you a really tough question. <laughs> and you're probably, you're probably going to hate me for it, right? But I'm, I'm really curious. I mean, you, you know, you, you speak very articulately. Your business is great. You know what you're doing. And that's clear for anyone to, to listen and to see. Um, how do we make security more important to uh, people producing devices and systems and tools and products? How, how do we put security at the forefront of their mind? when often it's seen as an afterfall?
0: So I think what we're seeing is demand coming again. It's all about the enterprises, right? It, so it depends. If you're talking about devices for the home, it's a different topic, right? Or consumer devices, I think that's something different. Uh, but where we are focused on and where it's uh, devices which meet the enterprise, it's really about the enterprises saying, hey, guys, we need devices which, again, are ready for for, you know, enterprises, enterprise environments uh, Mm. for 2022, right? Uh, And we will help you like enterprises, you know, enterprises are happy to provide kind of also their guidance of what needs to change and how these uh, devices should fit and should work within a complex enterprise environment and running on networks. And, you know, in some cases, in many cases, it's the same networks at all other devices within the enterprise. So it's really, I think it should really... Uh, And we're seeing already, by the way, that that's happening. Uh, Enterprises are demanding uh, that those improvements. So not just the operational improvements, you know, better devices in terms of what they can do, but also better improvements of how a device meets the enterprise in the right way, more from the IT aspect of that device.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, fantastic. You know, I've really enjoyed this, and really enjoyed getting to, to know you a little bit about your views on this. You're clearly very well versed, and and, and also passionate, I would say, about this, right? In, in, in that, That's I the only way. Across. Well, exactly, yeah. I mean, it's, it's your business, right? You know, you're you know you're you're involved in it from the ground up, uh, Roy. I've got I, I want to ask you. Uh, uh, We're coming to do at the end of the show today, uh, and as usual, some of our latest episodes, people will be hearing some of the questions that we've got from previous guests. So, Anil um, Barrett, Senior Director of Product Management and Matt Newman, Director of Product Management uh, from Technicolor. Uh, Technicolor are involved in in the IoT industry in in a number of different ways. Uh, Started life, obviously, in Paris 100 years ago uh, in the the movie industry and now looking at various ways in which they can get their team deployed out into the field to to help on IoT projects. Um, They ask you this question. What risk and security issues do you see coming up more and more on IoT devices? And what risk mitigation technologies do you recommend that the industry adopts?
0: Good question. So I think it goes back again. um, We look at it, uh, the way I look at it, I categorize it as cyber, compliance and operational. Okay, in terms of the risks. Uh, and in each one, there's a, there's a few more, if we dive into the details, as we spoke earlier, in cyber, it's just, okay, what, how do we know what the posture of a device is once it meets the network, not in the factory, right? Once it's on the network in a live production yeah. environment, what's going on with that device? Then on the operational side, you know, compliance, I think it's clear. What do I have? Like, when have I rotated password, or if ever, right? Uh, which vulnerabilities are out there? Then, on the operational aspects, uh, are the devices, you know, this sounds so basic, but are the devices even working properly? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, they've been out there for years. You know, in some cases, it can be five, six, seven years, some cases, more. Okay. Are they still working? Are they connected back properly to their backend system? Or maybe they're working, they're just sitting, you know, in the network, but they're doing nothing, and the backend system is not seeing them. And then also, Operational with these devices because it's IoT devices in the field. It's it's all around the operations and service of these devices. And when we find find out that there's an issue with the device, okay, how do we fix it? Um, do we need to tr- roll a truck out and all the things which are just uh, those are kind of the standards today. Um, and I think to answer the the, the rest of the question, and you know, it's a, it's a bit uh, maybe self-serving, uh, but I think uh, we created a category which is just that. You know, that's everything we do. So everything that uh, we believe in an enterprise environment that is required is what we're working hard on as a team. Um, and, you know, it's just fascinating to see for us and for me, for my team, when, you know, new customers have the the system deployed in their environment and they see working with their devices, you know, think about the first time they see that level of visibility and control, right, in their own dashboard, not in the demo environment. And for us, it's just great to see, and they're like, wow, okay, these are all the devices we have. We can see what's happening, which are connected and everything is real time. So again, uh, I apologize that it's a bit uh, self-serving, but I think uh, uh, we're just, uh, you know, we're excited and we're bringing a solution that we truly believe is is helping and changing teams. Uh, You know, it's again, it's the the first IT system that has been brought to these teams. And that's why it's so, um, that's why, you know, you see me, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm um, yeah, passionate yeah. and when I see um, me, the team, when they see new customers onboarded, looking at the system, you know, that's just, you know, it just makes us happy.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, look, I think... Not self-serving at all, right? I mean it would be it would be churlish if you not like to talk about what your business does, certainly in response to that question. And I think I think you've done it in a very, very pragmatic way. Roy, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for, for coming onto the show today. Um, where can people find out more about your business? Assume online, social media, bits and pieces?
0: Yeah. Uh, www.securethings.com, LinkedIn. Yeah, pretty much across. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Roy, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on to the IoT Podcast Show. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Tom. Enjoyed it.
1: And as usual, if you'd like to find out more about the IoT Podcast, please join us on LinkedIn and Twitter under the IoT Podcast. It'd be great to hear your thoughts on IoT device security and how we combat some of the barriers that we have around device security in general. Our website is theiotpodcast.com. Simply type that into Google. We're number one, don't you know? And uh, we look forward very much to seeing you on the next episode. As always, cheers.